Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. Welcome to The Daily Punch. Brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, October 1st, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the new dynamics in the infrastructure reconciliation negotiations. Number two, how to know there's a deal. And number three, Senate Republicans are getting frustrated. All right, Jake, it was a late night in the Capitol. Uh, You were there as Speaker Nancy Pelosi left. She promised all day long that there was going to be a vote. Drum roll. There was no vote. Yeah, there was no vote. Um, You know, okay, so let's let's kind of put this in context here. The left, the the progressives um, didn't want to vote on infrastructure. And, you know, they they made that clear and, and the. Um, the moderates cut this deal with Pelosi and it wasn't really worth anything. We've maintained that for a long time and the moderates told us we were wrong, um, but it shifted a ton. A and when you're ton- talking, just so everybody, let's just back up. What you're talking about is the moderates, they cut a deal with Speaker Pelosi that they were going to get a vote on the infrastructure package by September 27th. We are sitting here today, October 1st, 5 a.m., no no vote on infrastructure. Right. So that deal was worth like not even a cup of coffee um, or whatever. Um, So, you know, listen, I I, I think that um, there's just a lot to get done now. Um, And so, you know, the I'd say this, the White House is now involved here. That's good. The White House is on Capitol Hill. The White House has woken up. They've woken up to a process that's been, you know, uh, been going on for a while. The leadership has wanted the White House involved for for a while. But you know, <laughs> I guess the one thing, the one good thing is um, the getting um, this deadline, this phony deadline that that the moderates cut, did wake everybody up in a sense, right? They people got uh, the White House came to Capitol Hill, um, so that's good. I guess I, I think that's probably a good sign. We had Brian Deese, the National Economic Council director, and Susan Rice, who's uh, done a lot of interesting things in her career, but now is the domestic policy advisor uh, to Joe Biden. Also interesting. Um, they came to Capitol Hill to uh, to try to bridge the differences between Cinema Mansion and the House, uh, the Congressional Progressive Caucus. You know, Bernie Sanders kind of threw his hands up and is like, "We're not doing this in the middle of the night." So I, I'd say there's a little bit of frustration there um, between the moderates and the progressives. So how does this play out, Anna? I don't know. I mean, I, I, do, what do you think of this whole thing? You're, you're, I'm maybe I'm a little bit too close to 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 this since I walked into my house today. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but I mean, what do you think? I mean, what do you what, what, Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I will say this, right? So you everybody was kind of waiting around. And I think, you know, trying to game out how this all was going to happen in one day where Pelosi was really trying to put the pressure on. Uh, there was no there's no reason there was no like if t- at 1201, they had to get a deal or dot, 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 right. And I think one of the things that we've found certainly in Congress is without that kind of a deadline, that pressure, it rare, things rarely come together. I do think there's two notable things that have happened, right, where the dynamics have shifted. We we know where Manchin is, right? That was the biggest question that everybody had is where, what, do, what does Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema want? Well, now we know he wants a $1.5 trillion infrastructure bill. This is a reconciliation bill. This is a dramatically smaller bill than the progressives want. So that's obviously still a problem, but at least they have numbers that they're talking about. 
I also think, you know, they have principles. So, you know, given just these tight margins, which we noted uh, yesterday, you know, this is going to have to, they're going to have to get every single Democrat in the House and Senate, which is, a, you know, a really, it's a tough task with a very wide view in terms of where progressives are, where moderates are, what they want. But you you do feel like there was a movement going towards something, I think, then, you know, things just completely breaking down. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I, I also think the one difference here, one of the differences here is that every single, given the margins in the House, every single lawmaker has power, right? If you are um, a Democrat who has an issue with the reconciliation, I mean, the in, the infrastructure bill is set in stone, right? Um, uh, so that's kind of it, right? The infrastructure bill is not getting changed. So everything comes down to this reconciliation bill, which puts a lot of pressure on it. You know what I mean? All right, let's, so I think the big question everybody was, I was we texting with folks last night and people were trying to figure out, read the tea leaves here, but let's go on to the number two uh, item of the morning, which is uh, how to know there's a deal because it, it, there's, there's no deal until there is actually a deal. Yeah, so three things, okay, so I, I, this is now in a little bit of more traditional territory, I guess. Um, in the sense that we kind of know how this is going to play out, right? There's the, There will be the framework. The framework needs to come together. I don't know that it'll come together today. I don't know. Maybe it comes together tomorrow. I would imagine they're going to need like a couple of days for this thing. I, it's like, I, I just think that like doing this over, you know, overnight last night, which is the kind of what they were trying to do, just doesn't work. And you will you will be interested to know, Anna, that they haven't they haven't ended this legislative day yet, so it's still September thirtieth on Capitol Hill. That's so classic. So, it's so yeah. Classic. So so I guess if they do a vote today, uh, Josh Gottheimer and the moderates can say, "Cool, well, we didn't we had it on the September thirtieth legislative day, which is like womp womp." So um, the framework needs to come out. Needs to everyone needs to buy onto it, and everyone needs to be cool with it. All the principles, at least. Then the president, I mean, Biden needs to get involved here. He needs to come out and say he's for it, what he's for, what he's against, blah, blah, blah. I mean, like the House Democratic leadership is going to be looking for Biden to endorse this, not just have Brian Deese up there, not have Susan Rice up there. All good people. I get it. But um, so that's that. Number three, uh, the speaker. Pelosi's going to have to go into her caucus and sell this thing. And um and, uh, you know, I think that's that's going to be a big a big task for her. I mean, only she could do it, I, I would say. Uh, and then the presidential visit. Like, they need they need Biden on the Hill. I hate to say it. They need Biden on the Hill. It's going to annoy the hell out of us. But they need Biden on Capitol Hill. And, and I, I just say, like, most things are about whether I am happy or not happy. So if Biden's on Capitol Hill, you know, that will make me not happy. And, and I think you're going to have to deal with that. So are you looking forward to Biden being on Capitol Hill? I'm really glad we're getting into the psyche of you're, Jake you're really glad we're, you're getting into my my emotions and my uh, uh nits that I'm picking over over uh uh this early on a Friday morning all right well let's just before we go move on beyond this <laughs> this topic I do think there's a couple of questions here right what to your point timeline do they keep the house here there's obviously been momentum the pressure has been building the sides have been meeting Pelosi's been in deal making mode you know if they go back home does does that kind of momentum shift and so I think that's going to be a really big question here there's no floor votes scheduled for the next 
uh, two weeks, uh, you know? And so like, what does that mean? Do they, do they keep them here? Do they go back home? That I think is a, a big question. I think send them home. Let me have a damn weekend. Okay. Well, the other question I have is the debt limit. You know, we are 17 days and there's still no plan on how to raise it. So as much as all energy and attention in Washington has been on this package, this you know, trying to find a pathway forward for reconciliation and infrastructure, uh, the more pressing issue very quickly is going to be the debt limit. So if they can't figure out something here in the next 24 hours, does that also, you know, kind of kick the can down for another couple of weeks at least? All right, let's move on to the number three top story of the morning, and we have it in Punchbowl News AM. The Senate stews. Um, the G10 to the House. Come on. Senate Republicans frustrated at the House. Yeah, this is like an eight. This is, a, as they say in uh, Beauty and the Beast, tale as old as time, Anna. Um, <laughs> uh, this is what happens when I get like two hours of sleep. Yeah, this is um, the, the, our, our Max Cohen. We're we, we very proud of our uh, our young reporters, our new reporters at Punchbowl News, although they're not so new anymore. Earlier this week, we had Christian Hall, uh, our uh, very talented, one of our very talented uh, co- colleagues, write an item about Cory Bush, scored his first uh, his first member his first interview with a member of Congress. Um, earlier this week, we ran it on Wednesday, and today we have Max Cohen, who uh, is our one of our other um, uh, reporters for Punchbowl News. He uh, wrote an item about how the Senate, the Senate. Law, the senators who crafted this infrastructure bill, they're pissed off. You know, they're like, what is the House doing on the infrastructure bill? They're frustrated. Uh, very proud of our of our our two colleagues. And the, the, it's a very good item. It's a very good point. I mean, this is, again, a tale as old as time. Senate angry at the House, House angry at the Senate. I remember um, uh, I, someone asked John Yarmuth this week, are you frustrated with the Senate? And he was like, yeah, always. <laughs> I mean that's probably that's probably the the truest statement uh, that that most members have. I mean, do does this move anybody? The fact that Senate Republicans are upset with uh, House Democrats for you know punting on this, of course not. No, it doesn't. It doesn't actually impact it. But I do think it just shows you the real divisions and to your point, the constant friction between chambers that both both you know senators and House members feel like the other side is not doing enough or is not taking up legislation, isn't moving fast enough, and uh, just kind of a, a great look at how that, that, that kind of really comes to the fore during some of these negotiations. All right, with that, thanks so much for listening. We promise to try to get some sleep over the weekend so we won't probably be quite as punchy um, starting next week. But leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.